Hey friends, welcome to the Live Your Freaking Life podcast. I'm your host, Christine. And I'm your other host, Selena. We are two BFFs and life coaches who talk about the science of happiness and well-being to help you live your freaking life. Yes. And today we are going to be talking about bucket lists mm-hmm. and life lists and why we need them. But first, how are you? I am good. I had my, I feel like my Christmas was extended. Because we had Christmas with most of the family, but Jordan and my son, Jordan, and um, his girlfriend, Karina, were had to work. And so they were stuck in Vancouver, but they came home on the 30th. And so we did Christmas pretty much all over again. We celebrated Christmas. We celebrated New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Um, my son, Jason, made an incredible pork and sauerkraut dinner. And then it was Jimmy's, my youngest son's birthday. And so it, we just packed in so much. And what I loved was I'm growing. Listen, so I reflect back, right? I talked about in the last episode how I overfunction. Yes. Right. That's been the story of my life, kind of that codependency stuff. But I really, really did a good job of like felt this pressure initially of having to plan these day trips and like all this stuff while Jordan was here. And then the day before he came or a couple of days before, he said, Mom, I just want to be together. Mm. And I was like, Oh, and so we literally just hung out as a family. And it was, it was like one of my favorite holidays ever. Oh yeah. Super chill. Yes. Really, really. It was wonderful. So how about you? Oh, that's so nice. Um, yeah, it's been, it's kind of, again, like kind of a blur, Mm. like from December 26th till like mid January It's like a blur for some reason, but we did do a couple of fun things. We went to, uh, we took the kids to Dave and Buster's Mm. in Allentown or Whitehall, I guess Mm -hmm. we had so much freaking fun at Dave and Buster's. Oh my gosh. We had an absolute ball. I spent half the night, um, shooting dinosaurs on the Jurassic park game. Oh my goodness. (laughs) We did. We had an absolute ball. So we did that. And I don't even remember what else we did, but my daughter's pork and sauerkraut on new year's day. So, okay. Yes, we do. Because I love pork and sauerkraut. However, the sauerkraut that I bought this year, I usually get silver floss. Yes. In the bag. In the, in the bag or, or the jar. jar. Yeah. Or the jar. Not the can. Yep. But I didn't this year because we were at Wegmans mm. and they had everything all together and they had their brand in the bag and whatever. And I was like, okay, okay cool. I'll get that. Yeah. No, it was hardly sauerkrauty at all. Oh, it no. didn't have the tang, the bite. Oh, I love it that. was so bland oh. that I have eaten exactly zero of the leftovers. And listen, I live for the leftovers yes. of pork and sauerkraut. I've eaten none of them because oh, it was a waste. It was, it tasted like nothing. I was so disappointed. My son, Jason actually made his own sauerkraut this year, three weeks before. That is a level of ambition. I can't, damage. I know. Right. It was crazy, but it was so good. And he smoked one of the pork shoulders wow. and he did one in the instant pot. And I like, I couldn't bind them both. Cause I, they were, yeah, so good. But Well, thanks. I'm sorry about that. I was so bummed. I was so bummed. But I will tell you last night, uh, my brother came over and both my kids were home, which is a miracle on a Friday night. And we played with one of my Christmas gifts. I got Jurassic Park Monopoly. Oh my goodness. Listen, it was so fun. I thought it was great. They were a little frustrated (laughs) because (laughs) while you're playing Monopoly, you're also trying to get away from the Mm T-Rex who also moves around the board. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we had big fun playing Jurassic Park Monopoly. That's so awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We got, did you play Taco Cat? 
We have not played pizza, it yet. Goat, no, cheese, this was the first time whatever. we played any games because nobody's all been home on oh the same gosh. night. It's fun. Yeah. You got to get it. Uh, yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Okay. I, I said, you got to get it. You have it. I got it for you. You got it for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking to everybody else. You got to get it. Taco cat, pizza, goat cheese, something, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's a like a little game. deck of cards. Yeah. So, so fun. Oh, I love this. Well, it's the new year. It is. Right. Whether and everybody's like talking about new year's resolutions. I saw your post new year, new, whatever. Right. And it's like, come on. So we thought instead of talking about new year's resolutions and all those things, we're going to talk about like bucket list. We're going to talk about yep. living your freaking life by being intentional, right? And aligning yes. your word for the year, aligning. Um, yeah. So, so let's talk about that. What is a bucket list? Where does that term come from for those that don't know? Yeah. Well, so here's, well, bucket list is obviously like, it's like a colloquialism for before I kick the bucket, right. I'm going to do these things. Yep. Um, what sparked the interest for me was I started reading a book called Creating Your Best Life by Caroline Adams Miller and Dr. Michael Frisch. And I know Caroline Miller was one of like the beginning people in the positive psychology movement. So she mm. was in the first class of Masters of Applied Positive Psychology. Oh. So yeah, so she wrote this book and I just thought it was so interesting because again, everything that we're going to talk about is all supported by science. It's all mm -hmm. supported by like, no, these are the studies mm -hmm. and this is why this is great for you. And so what she talks about in this book is creating a life list. So she doesn't call it so much a bucket list, yeah. though it's very similar, mm -hmm. but she talks about creating a life list and it's based on 16 different areas of life. 16, 16 different areas that of feels our overwhelming. Life. Well, so we're going to unpack some. some well, of yes that, and right? no, because this is, uh, they break it down in the book. Anyway, they break it down and you are, um, hitting like 10 things on the list at a time based on category. Mm. And it's a hundred things. Wow. So a hundred things to do before I die. Oh, I love that so much. It and is. It's, you know, it's crazy. Cause I've, I have a bucket list and, um, I've been since preparing for this, like I've been adding to it and going, Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. And it's easier than you think to come up with. Once you things. get on a roll. Yes. Yeah. 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 Once you get, Once started. You get on so a roll. I love this. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no, it, it's, it was just really cool because the way they, the way she describes it in the book is when you are creating a life list, and you are writing these things down, the things you want to do before you die, what you're doing is giving yourself permission to live more fully. Yes. And I love that. I think, let's say that again, giving yourself permission to live your freaking life. That's exactly it. Right? Giving yourself yes. permission to live your freaking life. That's exactly what it is. I love it. Because when we have a life list, it gives us a sense of purpose mm -hmm. and a sense of direction. Mm -hmm. And so just having that. Yeah ups your overall level of life satisfaction. And, and here's the other thing too, when we reach a goal, our overall life satisfaction goes up, not just in that area of life that that goal pertains to, mm. it goes up in all areas of our lives. Mm -hmm. It spills over to every area when we reach a goal. Yeah. And so I think it's really kind of, I'd never thought of it this way before, but I actually think it's really kind of crucial mm. that we have a life list like I this agree. because we always have something that we're moving toward or working toward. Yes. And we've talked about this a lot, right? Like positive psychology, so much research shows that, for example, you're planning a vacation, 
right? Yes. It's not actually the vacation itself that brings you the most joy. It's actually the preparation, the anticipation, I guess is the word that we've said so many times. Right. And so, but it can, it can bring you more joy than the trip itself. Yes. Yeah. If you live it. Like doing this exercise, these exercises, creating this list, this life list to live your freaking life. Like actually, I think will elevate the amount of joy you have in your life. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And here, you know, it's all about at the end of the day, it's about life satisfaction, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter how big we are. It doesn't matter how much money we have, mm-hmm. because if we're not satisfied, none of it matters. Yeah. Right. None of it matters. And it was so fascinating as I'm reading, you know, as they get into like the nitty gritty studies and science behind all of this, like low life satisfaction is a problem. Yeah, it is. And I think a lot of us rolling over into the new year are kind of looking at our lives, you know, and going, okay, like, is this good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what needs to change, yes. you know? Yes. And this was so fascinating to me. So low life satisfaction. So just not even like, I don't know, not even like horrible things happening, just low life satisfaction. Yeah. Kind of well, feeling like meh, meh, right? that idea mm-hmm. of meh, right. It is linked to more money spent on doctor visits, mm. chronic pain syndrome, job accidents and low productivity, wow, heart problems and fewer or worse social relationships. That makes sense. That comes from just low life satisfaction. Yeah, that feeling of so that, yeah, if it you want to so much conquer those things, you need to raise your overall level of life satisfaction. Yeah, give yourself some things to look forward to. And here's the I think one of the things that as I was thinking about my bucket list, right? Sometimes some, sometimes we may look at that and go, oh, that feels so self-serving. It feels so selfish to create a list of all of these things that I want and all these things I want to do and all of those things. But what I love, and I'm sure we're going to get into this a little bit more is a lot of the things on my bucket list actually have to do with other people. Of course like they do. Mentoring other people, raising, right? Like, so it's, it's interesting. It, it's a combination of both when done well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. It didn't occur to me that a life list would be selfish, but I could absolutely see why people would feel that way. Right. Cause it's like, I think when you hear bucket list, okay. So here's an example. Did you watch that movie? The bucket list I mean, years ago, eons ago. Of I don't Morgan even remember. Freeman and Jack Nicholson. I, yeah, I think, I think. Yeah. So really, really funny movie, but so what ends up having these two guys end up in the hospital, they both have lung cancer. They end up recovering from lung cancer. And then they're like, I think they're like 70 years old or something like that. And then they're like, we're going to live our freaking lives now. And we're going to go skydiving. And we're going to do it. Right. And then it was, you know, just this, um, all of the, these to do's that had everything to do with them. I shouldn't say that it's been a while since I've seen that, but th- that's kind of the, the, how I remember it. So yeah. it feels like here's 10 things I want to do before I die. The end. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking no. about so much more. And, but here's the thing, like backtrack a little bit, rewind a little bit there. Even if, even if it was just a list of things you wanted to do for you, mm-hmm. right? Caring for ourselves in that way, raising, doing things to raise our overall level of life satisfaction helps us be better for the people it's around so us. True. So even, You're even right. if we so think true. it's totally selfish, right? us being happier makes other people happier because again, it's been proven time and again, happiness is contagious to four degrees of separation. Yeah. So people you don't even know and will never meet 
can end up being happier because you're happier. Yeah. Because of how contagious it is. It's so true. So who cares what the motivation is? Right. right. As long as you have one. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just a totally different, totally different way of, of looking at things. Yeah. I think when I think about it though, as I was working on my list, um, and I do this every year, it just looks a little bit different, but, um, it's asking myself the question, who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. Right. The future self thing that, you know, we did an episode on, on your future self and, um, how do I want to show up in the world? Mm -hmm. You know, and I was thinking about this yesterday. I was driving by, this is a silly thing, kind of off track, but this is just an example of something that I thought of. I was driving, um, through a work area and you know, the guys that hold the like slow and stop signs and they're just like miserable. Yeah, they are. They're out in the cold and they're whatever. And I, I am super intentional about smiling really big and waving at them and kind of like thanking them. Um, because I think to myself, oh my gosh, like that's a miserable job. Yeah. But then I thought, I always think of like, okay, so I just smiled and waved and like made a really big deal and thanked them or whatever. And now that might just pick up their day and, and, and they're going to maybe smile at the next person or something like that. It, it is, it's contagious. Yeah. Like when we're happy, we have joy. And when we feel more satisfied in life, it really does affect yeah. so many, so many others. Yeah. yeah. So your list does not need to be completely altruistic. Right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no. And mine isn't. <laughs> no. And I will be honest be with clear. you. I did not make my list mm. because this is so like, this is so involved. I mean, if you're really going to sit down and make a life list, mm -hmm. it is so involved. And I really wanted to take my time with it mm -hmm. and sit with it and go category by category. So I have not done, made a list at all yet, but oh. it is absolutely one of those things I was going to, I'm going to do in the next couple of weeks. And I was thinking, gosh, wouldn't that be a fun workshop to offer? Oh, yeah. Like Don't a create me like, that. I know. Right. I know. I hate doing that, but I was thinking about that. Create your life list workshop. How fun create that your be? live your freaking life. Create your live your freaking life list. Karina, what is your name? I Selena. Think I love that. What is my name? What is your name? I just called you Karina. <laughs> I've been with Karina all week. Um, okay. That's kind of awesome. I yeah. really do love that because here's here's what I was thinking as you were saying that. I was like, oh, please just start. Please just write down some things because what ends up happening is perfectionism is the root oh, of absolutely. procrastination. And so what, cause I do that every year. I'm like, oh, I don't have time right now. I want to sit. I want to do a silent retreat. I want to go away for a day or whatever. And then I just say to myself, oh no, no, no. Cause there were so many years I did that. And then it's March and I'm like, right. oh, I didn't do it yet. I didn't do it yet. And so, yeah. So I don't we, know. We, we need to talk about that. We do because a workshop would then help people. Like help all of many us. people be intentional, including ourselves. Yeah. Mm. I think that could be a fun thing. Accountability. It's a nice thing. I I'm allergic to accountability. You I, are. I, I hate that That's word. Really so don't true. even. As I was coming out of my mouth, I was like, oh, she's going to rebel against yeah, this. I'm allergic like to it. Somebody telling you what to do. And That's that exactly right. It's been not happening. Because you're not the boss of me and neither am I. So <laughs> a fun workshop to um, spur one another on. No, that's stupid. Oh, that makes too. me gag. Oh, my oh I like Shut threw up. up a little in my mouth. No. Yeah, I don't know. Do it Shut for up. you. Let's, Let's just go going. there. Let's keep going. <laughs> Why do we get so corny? I don't know. I think it's the church girl in you. Where it comes from. Oh my gosh. Hey, I want to say one more thing before we dive into the nitty gritty of these lists. Yeah. One of the things, the points that they make in this book that I thought was so fascinating is that 
we often equate a goal to a task. Mm, okay. So we could end up making a list of tasks. Yes. Right? Like things to check Write off. Write a book. Exactly. Yeah. Get and the degree. difference, there is a difference between a goal and a task. 100%. And the difference is a why. Mm-hmm. Is a why. So what is your why mm-hmm. for doing this thing or putting this thing on your list? That is what makes it a goal and okay. not a task. So get, make it a tangible example. Think of something from your own life. Okay. Well, so, okay. You said writing a book, mm-hmm. right? And uh, people could put, I could put writing a book on my list, which is on my list. Mm-hmm. I could put that on my list because I feel like it's something I should do. Mm-hmm. Like it's a next logical thing. I, it would help with X, Y, Z, whatever. I should write the book. People have told me I should do this. Right. And then it becomes a task Yep. because there is no why connected to me. Yes. On a deep level. Yep. Now, or I could write a book because I love writing and because I have a deep burning desire to share my thoughts and ideas with the world to help them live their freaking lives. Yes. That's a why. Yep. And that's where it goes from a task to a goal. I love that. That's, I, it reminds me of when, um, for years, people said to me, you should write a book, you should write a book, you should write a book. And then one day, and I was like, I felt like I wanted to write a book. And I don't love to write. And so that's weird. But I felt like I wanted to write a book. Um, and then one day I'm sitting in a diner with a friend and I get a text. She literally just looked at me and said, you really need to write a book. And I got a text from another friend saying, hey, you want to write a book together? And I was like, what? And I hadn't written a book prior because I didn't want it felt self-serving to me. Mm. If I was going to write a book, I wanted it to really and I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's how it felt. It sure. felt self-promotional, right? And you know, I, I've struggled you with that. You hate that, yeah. So, but when when Darren reached out to me and said, do you want to write a book? And it was to help nonprofit leaders create irresistible volunteer teams and an irresistible volunteer culture. I was like, oh, I can help other people through my experience and, you know, like, yeah. and his research and all the things. And so then it was like, now I have this sense of urgency I'm going to pour myself into this. And I spent two years writing a book because of the why was huge. The why was different. The why wasn't just somebody telling me I should. Right. And that's a big thing too. When yeah. you are writing your list, if it starts with should, mm. <laughs> get it off your list. Mm-hmm. Just get it off your list. Here's an example. Like you, I, when you said that, I was like, oh, we I struggle. Like weight is a huge issue in our society. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes we become so fixated. This is why I sometimes like rebel against New Year's resolutions. Oh yeah, A lot of times they're focused on like, I need to lose 20 pounds, whatever. But how about who do I want to be? So I want to be healthier. I want to make healthier life choices. That's different because that why is because I want to live longer. I want to be healthier. I was going to say, I I think one of the keys is going to three degrees of why. Mm. So I think this was something we did in a workshop when I was in my positive psychology school training and it's, it's taking the why deeper. So I want to lose weight because I want to feel healthier. Why? Yes. Like I want to feel healthier is great, but why? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I want to be able to do a bunch of these things. Why? Mm-hmm. Because 
I want to be able to be around and be healthy to be able to do things with my grandchildren. Exactly. Right. And like, that's when we really actually start getting to a good why. Yes. So when you start with your why, go three degrees of why. That's such a great exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Uh, yeah. Because you might get to one and go, oh, and you might realize it's because everyone thinks it has told you you should. That's exactly or right. Or everyone, ha- you know, like you feel this expectation and it's not yours. Yeah. So then you can let it go. That's a Let somebody else it. put it on their list. Yep. Mm. That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. Don't let people write your list. Yes. Don't do outsource. It's outsourcing your life. Why would you do that? Yep. Don't let somebody else tell you what you should do. Yep. Because then you're living someone else's freaking life. That's right. And you're not living your own freaking life. That's exactly it. Oh, okay. Oh, good I stuff. love this. This okay. is good. All right. Also, yeah. real quick. Yeah. If you want to really like <laughs> get your feels all, all up in your face, um, watch the last lecture by Randy Pausch. Okay. So he. Why didn't you tell me about this? Oh, it's so good. It's been around forever. And so I, I guess I just assume like everybody's already seen it, but I only watched it for the first time this last year, but he was a phenomenal man and a professor at a university and, and he had terminal cancer mm. and he was still really like well and doing great, but he knew, you know, he only had maybe a year left to live. And so he did his last lecture at his university. And Ooh. what he did was he went through this bucket list of things that he had from childhood that mm. he wanted to do. And he did them. He did them all. And he goes through oh. the list and he's got pictures and stuffed animals that he won at carnivals. And it it is the most heartwarming thing. I forget how long it is. It's probably at least a half an hour. It is excellent. So if you okay, ever we'll link it you really notes. want some motivation, definitely watch the last lecture. Okay. If you Google just the last lecture, okay, his video will come up. It's okay. on YouTube. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Hey, can I say something else before we go a little bit deeper? Yeah. A lot of times I think um, I'm just kind of like trying to dispel some myths when it comes yeah. to bucket list or life list. A lot of times we think, um, uh, so if I don't have a lot of money, if I don't have the means, mm. I can't have a list, right? Yeah. Because sometimes, it. for example, if it, like, oh, I want to go to Hawaii. Well, that's cha-ching, 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 right? I want to go whatever. But there are things that if you start big, for example, you, you, I want to go to, um, this is a silly thing, right? But this is the first thing that comes to the top, you know, top, yeah, thing that. pops into my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to Disney world. Yeah. Right. Okay. So why do you want to go to Disney world? Right. And so you might get that like adventure, roller coasters, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You might not financially be able to go to Disney World right away. Mm -hmm. But then, like, when's the last time you were at Dorney Park? True. Or Six Flags, Great Adventure, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of things are attainable, or you can start to take steps. But if you don't have the financial means, it's not a reason to not write a list because a lot of things are actually free. That is true. Right. That's hundred percent so we'll true. We'll talk more and give some examples of that. Yes. And yes. And you're never going to go to Disney world if you don't have it as a goal. It's so true. And so oftentimes, again, like we've, we've probably said this before, but what you think about, you bring about. Mm. 
right? What you think about, you bring about, which is why things like vision boards this time of year are so big. And I used to really poo-poo vision Uh boards because I used to get all like, all like religious about it. Like, well, it could be what you want, but it might not be what God wants. Mm. Right. And so you put it on the board and you're trying to get above God. Okay. That's garbage. Oh my goodness. That's garbage. Throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Even if, even if you're in the more religious camp, Mm -hmm. God gives you your desires. Mm. (laughs) Like your desires didn't come from nowhere. Right. So just stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. So, but yeah. And I used to also then just think they were a little woo woo, but it is true. What we think about, we bring about. So So if you don't have the means to go to Disney world, but you have it as a goal in front of you, you are going to start engineering things in your life that will start to make it happen. But if you never put it there, it will 100% never happen. Can I give you an example of that? Yes. So I, this was about seven years ago, eight years ago, I was watching the, it was the newest mission impossible. Mm -hmm. And I watched Tom Cruise he was like literally climbing or scaling or whatever the Burj Khalifa, tallest building in the world in Dubai. Okay. Do you remember that? I only know Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shut up. The Burj Khalifa is the tallest building in the world, right? Um, There might be a building that has surpassed it now, but Dubai, like they try to outdo everyone in the world, right? Everything's got to be bigger and better and whatever. And so I literally, I was like, I wrote it down. I want to go to Dubai and I want to go up to the top of the Burj Khalifa. It felt like, like, really, am I ever going to get to Dubai, the Burj Khalifa? I am not kidding you. About a month later, I'm getting ready. I had just gotten my passport. I was taking a mission, taking a team, a missions team to Costa Rica. And I get a text from Darren, the guy who said, mm-hmm. you want to write a book together? And he goes, hey, do you have a passport? And I was like, um, yes, I'm getting ready to take a team to Costa Rica. Why? He goes, do you want to go to Dubai? I was like, what? It freaked me I'll bet out. it did. It freaked. I was like, I said, Jim, I just, he knew. Like I had just written it down. He was kind of like, okay, whatever. And I, six months later, there I am on yeah. the top of the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. And now I've been there twice. Wow. Two times. So I, yeah, it's pretty amazing. You write it down. Yeah. Write it down. Write it down. Speak it into existence. Again, what we think about, we bring about. Yeah. It's yeah. I, It's just like it's one of those laws of nature. It's, yeah. You start to exactly align it. your life in that direction. And, and you may not yeah. even be consciously doing it. Right. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Because when you begin to write things down, do a vision board, say the things out loud, mm-hmm. your subconscious brain files that away. Mm-hmm. It files that away and it starts piecing things together mm-hmm. to bring you closer to those goals becoming reality. Yeah. And it's amazing. And pictures are really worth a thousand words. Like when you say that seriously, like get a poster board or have some kind of whatever, Google the thing, right? Yep. For me, like I didn't do this, but I just wrote down, you know, go to the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. But um, now Google it, print out a picture of it, put it on that board, like you said, the vision board and put it somewhere where you see it every single day. Yeah. At one point I plastered pictures around my bathroom mirror, right? Like, mm-hmm. or so, yeah. It's the same 
reasoning behind like affirmations and why affirmations work. So you're telling your brain what to look for and what to see. Yep. And it gives you joy. Oh, a hundred percent. I would imagine that every time you look at those pictures, I've not done research on this, but I would imagine based on all the other research, right? Like you get a dopamine hit. Yes. When you see those pictures. hundred percent. In fact, in fact, they even talk about this study and I learned about it years ago. Um, they did a whole study on primers. So primers are those things you put in front of you that Mm. you see. So like a picture of that building for Mm -hmm. you in Dubai would be your primer, Mm -hmm. right? And they did a, a study with a group of people and it was, it was like 1500 people, um, doing fundraising efforts. And they handed one team a manual that had no pictures on it whatsoever about how to do this fundraising thing. Okay. They handed the other team a manual with a picture of a person finishing a race. Hmm. The pick, the people who got the manual with the picture of the person finishing a race did 60% better What? than the group without the visual oh, my primer. Goodness. Can you even? Wow. That's how much our brains are working when we don't even realize it. Mm. So what we put in front of our eyes mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. And that is why, again, vision boards, writing it down, it, our subconscious brain starts working immediately. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 60%. I mean, that's so much. You can't argue that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. that's not a fluke. That's not 10. That's, that's not 60%. a fluke. So if you want things to change in your life and you want to reach different goals, and we can talk about you know, the science between setting goals and habits and things like that another time. But one of the best things you can do is get it in front of your eyes, Mm. put it on your screensaver, make a vision board change. I love the idea change your email address Mm. to whatever it is you want that to be published author 2023. That's a great, I love that. It's it's fascinating all the time. You tell other people about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. That's good stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm feeling a workshop. I, I know, right? Uh, okay. Okay. Listen to us. We're like making all this work. Yes. <laughs> but, but it's so fun. Yeah, but it's so fun. It is. And we need to do it too. So like, I want to, yeah, I want to add to my list and make things better. All right. Where do you want to go from here? Well, I don't know what's on your list. So we have not exchanged notes. No, we on have this not. One. We just... So we're going to talk about this and I came at it from one angle and I came at it from another. Yes. Which is so good. Cause I got a book for Christmas. My nephew got me um, a book called the bucket list, 1000 adventures, big and small. And I'm looking at this book right now. You have it in your lap. It is gorgeous. It's beautiful. And it is heavy. The pictures (laughs) uh, in this book. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a coffee table book. Yes. And, um, but again, like pictures. Yeah, like beautiful, glossy color pictures. They basically break down bucket list items for for every, like they do longitude and latitude. Yes, I saw that. And it's so very cool. And some of them literally cost nothing. And some of them, of course, you're flying to Thailand. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Here's something. Let me just go here. So our massage therapist. Yes. Amber just got back from Thailand. That's why Amber, I said, isn't it Ashley? I met Ashley, her sister's Amber. I was like, shoot, am I sorry. calling her the wrong name? Ashley. So sorry. Um, she just got back from Thailand with her yes. sister, Amber. Um, she has an identical twin and they travel a lot. She's a triplet. Did you know that? Yes. 
crazy. So her, yeah. And one of them lives in Sweden and then one uh, lives close by here. This is something really cool. I don't know if she's ever said this to you, but I love it so much. I love her. She's just an amazing oh, she human. Um, and so Ashley, if you're listening, we love you so much and you make us feel great. Yes. She, I miss you. She's been away. And I said I to her yesterday, halfway through my massage, I was like, I missed you so much. <laughs> I just walked out of there feeling like a million bucks. Um, anyway, she said to me that when she graduated high school, well, she had taken a, a, taken a trip. I think it was a missions trip when she was like a senior in high school. And she said two trips and got the bug. One was a church trip. One was a school trip. And she was like, I got the travel bug. And she said, I decided when I was 18 years old that I wanted to travel because that's the best education. And I was like, oh yes, you are singing my song right now. I feel that way so strongly. So she decided I don't want to go to college. I want to learn something, do something so that I can work to pay for me to travel the world. That's amazing. She's almost been to, she's been to six out of the seven continents already. She's been to 22 different countries. Oh my gosh. So she just got back from Thailand and she, I'm going to put them in the show notes because I am totally blanking on, ah, she does like super affordable travel. Um, She wrote down the list for me again yesterday and I forgot to bring it in here. Um, But yeah, travels all over and she, she loves life. Well, and I was going to just say, I was sitting here thinking as you're saying that one, well, wholly living intentionally, mm-hmm. right? From 18 years out to she probably has higher life satisfaction oh. than most. Yep. And she didn't go to college yep. because she decided intentionally she was going to live a different way. Yeah. She's going to live her, her life, life satisfaction is probably through. And she's so, and I, know, I know it is and because I've talked to her. Here's the thing that she said that like, I so resonate with. <laughs> I thought the world was my world. Right. I thought the way I thought my life was Mm, everyone's life in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I've been to several different countries and experienced some of the most impoverished people that are so rich. Right. In joy and community. And I think it's because of their community, right? They're so close to one another and, and they don't, they're not individualistic. They're community minded. It's us. It's not me, 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 me. Um, and so when you go, you are inspired that look, look at these people that have literally nothing. I'm in the jungles of Costa Rica and they are making us dinner. These women are making us dinner on cinder block stoves that they built in the middle of the jungle with like nothing. Mm -hmm. We like had to, there was like bathroom. It wasn't really a bathroom. It was an outhouse kind of, it was basically just a hole in the ground. And they give us one piece of toilet paper and that was, they didn't even use it. They give it to us because like we were their esteemed guests. Wow. These people were so freaking happy. Mm -hmm. So happy. I go to Kenya, we're in Nairobi. Like literally second largest slum in the world is right across the street from us. Smiles. Mm. So smiles for days. Like, so big. And so it increase it like helps. It inspires you. Right. Because you're like, Oh, we live in America, the richest country in the world. No <laughs> materially. Yes. Yes. Like guess relationally what? we are, it does poor, not make us happy. and we are sad and we are depressed and we like lonely. 
these people with nothing. And so it shifts your perspective, number one, great education, but also increases your empathy. And also she said these words, I was like, oh my gosh. She said, it actually um, helps you to see that we, and experience that we really are one human family, oh. right? Like th- these are my brothers and sisters, Yeah, wherever I go, like it, it just, yeah. And so and that is a very, everything very different way of thinking from traditional American. Thinking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So different. very different. Sorry. That was a little bit of a tangent. No, but, but it's, it was no, so inspiring so because like uh, one of the things that I've been thinking about and, and they talked about it a little bit in this book, but I had heard some things other places too, is making, making your list, your life list mm-hmm. is great. But what about like starting with a mission statement, Mm. a personal mission statement. And so it made me think like, you know, with Ashley Mm -hmm. and her saying, we really are just one human family, you know, her mission statement could be something like to live in a way that embraces humanity Humanity. as one. Yes. Right. That's, and she is living her mission. Yeah. It's that intentional alignment, right? She's living that mission. And one of the things they talk about is get real clear before you start making a list, Mm -hmm. get real clear on what your mission is and get real clear on what your top values are. Mm -hmm. Because it's so much easier to make a decision through the filter of your values Mm. on what to do and what not to do. Yeah, you talked about in the last episode, aligning. Yes. That's alignment. That's exactly right. Yep. And it really helps to inform them. It helps to solidify your why and it helps you to be more purposeful because you're more likely to pursue the things that align with your values than the things that don't. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I, I love, love that. that. Okay. I thought of the one the website me. she told me about. She used affordableworlds.com. Affordable world. Affordable okay. world. And so these are like, so she goes to Thailand, her tour guide meets her there. They set up everything, extra excursions, all of the things. And she said, these people like on their off hours, still hung out with them and did other things with them. It was the most incredible experience. If she could, she'd go back every year, but yeah. So they do like Thailand, Turkey, Greece, like, yeah, they're affordable world tours. And so check that out. That's amazing. Very cool. I forget the other one, but I'm like sitting here wanting to like sell our house and downsize and just go do all the things instead. Listen, I'm not, I'm pretty good. I remember her saying that years ago, I want to live small, give big, like that's just like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm. So good. Okay. okay. All right. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me some things on your list. On my bucket list? Yeah. Tell okay. me. All right. So I, well, okay. Can I say this, that yeah. I look back and this is like super gratitude thing because I thought I started to write some things down, like generic bucket list things. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've done some of these things. And it's a pretty, like, I just feel incredibly, uh, incredibly grateful. So um, like swimming with dolphins in mm. Key West. Okay. Right. So, but something that's on my bucket list for the future is to, um, cause I love the coral reef. Like for me, that is where I feel closest to God. I love snorkeling. I love scuba diving, like all that. And so I want to go to the great barrier reef in Australia. However, a great step, if you love snorkeling and scuba diving, Key West has one of the largest coral reefs in the world. Mm. It's beautiful. And so, yeah, so for me, it's the, it's Australia. Um, like I said, the Burj Khalifa, like just Dubai itself was incredible. Um, I went on a safari in Africa 
that's what Ashley and Amber are doing next. Oh, wow. They're going to South Africa and doing a safari there. Um, that number one thing I've ever done in my life is that safari. Really? Yes. On the Maasai Reserve in Kenya, it was absolutely unbelievable. Um, I went ziplining in the rainforest. In oh, the jungle you did? Costa Rica. That's amazing. I went rappelling. In the like unbelievable place called Fossil Land, which if it was here in the states would be shut down hard <laughs> because they n- there's yeah. no code. There's no OSHA would not be letting I that happen. Almost died. Like I, I, that's another story. But um, yeah, um, Vail, Colorado. I learned to ski in Vail, Colorado. My dad took me there when I was 15 years old. Um, yeah. So on my bucket list, um, I would like to own a vacation home on a lake. Mm. Um, for sure. I would love to, um, I want to go to Italy and I want to take some of my dad's ashes, um, with my godmother and, um, yeah, I want to go to Iceland Mm. and see the Northern lights and go all around the coast of Iceland. Alex went to Iceland his sophomore year and it's still one of his favorite places on the planet. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had, you know, this, I had a trip planned to Europe for my 50th birthday and mm-hmm. then COVID happened. And so we had to cancel that trip. Um, so going to Europe for sure, Hawaii, <laughs> um, I want to do the, I want to do a cruise in Alaska. I want to go to Machu Picchu in Peru. Um, okay. Can I tell you though? Yes. I've heard the Alaskan cruises are not all they're cracked up to be. Oh, really? I've yeah. not ever heard that one time. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I've heard it more than once. In fact, I have friends that worked on Alaskan cruises and they're like, just keep your money. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I want to eat street food in Thailand. Mm. Oh yes. Right. I have seen that. Do you remember chef's table? Oh yeah. And the badass. Like, and that lady that's like 800 woman. years old. Yeah. yeah. It was incredible. And she's like 90 pounds and yeah. she is like, oh my gosh, unbelievable. I really want to go with my entire family to Yellowstone. I want to go see Old Faithful. I want to spend at least two weeks in Yellowstone because I heard that you can't go for just a week. Like probably so would you stay a month. I would do whatever. Oh, I can be a princess and stay at like posh, really froofy hotels and love that. But I can rough it, not shower for days, poop in the woods. Like I don't even care. Yeah, I, yeah, I, no. I am. I don't have that in me. Crazy mix of all of the things. Yeah, yeah, totally would. Yeah. Yeah, I would backpack through Europe. I I really wish. For sure. This is one of the rare moments I wish we were on video and people could see my face as you're saying this. Yeah, you're like. Because I'm like. Shut up. There's no freaking way. Go ahead. I love it. I love roughing it. Um, I want to go again with my family to a dude ranch in Wyoming. Oh, okay. we're big fans of Yellowstone. And so Monta- like that whole area, I would love to do that. And you mean the television show Yellowstone? Oh, yes. Sorry. The television <laughs> show um, Yellowstone. Um, remember I talked about Australia and mm-hmm. like snorkeling, scuba diving or whatever. I really want to swim as sharks there as well. Okay. Like would love in a cage. I was going to say, I have zero desire to swim with sharks. Do you know the bucket list family? No, this is what reminded me. Okay. Google. uh, Yeah. Google bucket list family. They have a YouTube channel. They have a really awesome Instagram account. They are a family that uh, five years ago, seven years ago or so young family decided we're just gonna like sell everything and go travel the world. Go travel to like do some traveling. The wife says, like I said, let's, let's do some traveling. And they ended up, they like, are continuing now they have a home i think in utah or something like that but um they still travel all over the place and i recently saw um 
I was looking at through their Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, like their kids were in a cage. They're like toddler, not toddler, I guess. Like, I want to say like a five-year-old and a seven-year-old in a cage. And she's describing the experience of how like so many people, her little sweet voice, so many people are afraid of sharks and everything, but they're peaceful and they're whatever. And I'm like, oh, can you imagine having that experience? No, I cannot. Oh oh my gosh. So yeah. So those are the, some some of the things I also want, like, again, I love mentoring people. I love developing, like helping to pour into and developing people. And so one of the things that I want to do this year that I'm doing this year is starting a cohort for executive leaders, women leaders. Um, and so I'm working on the plans for that right nice. now. So I've, I've got a bunch of things. I don't want to, you know, that was a lot. Yeah. So. Well, I was curious because most of what you talked about there was all destination mm-hmm. travel related. Yeah. And your life list isn't just that. No. Right. Right. Isn't just that. So what they talk about in this book was, you know, breaking it down into those 16 different categories. So they talk about, um, first going with your goals and values. So what are some of the things that line up with your goals and values that need to go on that list? They talk about, um, making, things on your list or making goals as it pertains to relationships. Mm. So whether that's friendships or love relationships, family relationships, because again, fostering those bonds dramatically raises our level of life satisfaction and helps us live longer. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's pretty important yeah, that's, have, that goes back to that. Like, who do you want to be, right? Like, I want right. to be a person that puts my family first. I want to be a person that spends time with my grandchildren and pours into them. And, you know, like, yeah. And yeah. So those are, those are very important. Yes. Yeah. And well, and I think it's important that we talk about all these too, because I, I know for me prior to this bucket list always involved locations mm. and that's not that's not all there is. Right. Like, what if you don't love travel? Right. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. Yeah, you love travel. So for me, that's why I started with like, those are like the fun things that I want to do. Yeah. But then there's so much more that right. those are the things that really get me excited because freedom and um, adventure, like those are my values. Like some right. Of, right. Exactly. Some but they might values. not be somebody, somebody else's. That's right. And so that's why it's so important to start with your top values. Yes. And if you don't know what they are, uh, the VIA, I think it's values in action. VIA Institute has mm-hmm. an amazing, um, questionnaire. You can it's fill like out values that will help right? you determine what your top five values are. It will tell you so good. a little bit about what that means and things like that. You can, um, pay for an extended report, uh, once you've done it and it is really, really valuable. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love having my coaching clients do the VIA uh, assessment because it really just, again, really easy or a lot easier to make decisions yeah. when you know what your values are. Because you're aligning your life with your values. Exactly. Yeah. So they also talk about having things on your list that pertain to strengthening your body, mind, and soul. So things in the areas of like health, self-esteem, volunteering, mm-hmm. um, we need to have some things on there that pertain to that. So like example of that simple and pretty like inexpensive is for me listening to the Lectio 365 app every day, Mm -hmm. the meditation app, calm meditation app every day, bedtime story and going to sleep at night. Like those are some things that are like that would fall in that category, right? Sure. Yeah. So 
now I don't know. Like I'm thinking about this as you're saying it, because that's like every day, mm-hmm. right? I got you. So I'm not sure that would, I don't know if that would go on a life list. So I'll tell you what I'm thinking. So one of the things for me in that category is learning yoga. I do not know how to do yoga to save my life. And I've always been convinced that I can't do it. And there's probably some things I can't do because of my arm and shoulder, but that doesn't mean I need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So So this year I'm getting private yoga Mm -hmm. from an instructor until I can feel comfortable enough to do it in front of other people because I'm starting at zero. I know absolutely nothing, but that would be more like learn yoga, master yoga. That would be a thing on the list as opposed to I'm going to listen to my calm app every day. So maybe for me, not maybe for me. So for me, that whole, my word for the year is Shamatha, which is calm abiding. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for me, it's learning to be present, to calm my mind and to be present. Yep. And so that would be like bucket list type of, uh, or life list type of a thing that then I am doing these things in order to mm. become, to have that calm abiding, right. Okay. To experience Shamatha. Um, yeah. And that is a lifelong goal for me. Cause I know it's going to be a lifelong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It's going to be work. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. So other areas of life they talk about. This is my favorite play, creativity, and learning, having things surrounding play, creativity, and learning in your life list. Mm. I love this. So like my example with yoga, while it falls into health could also fall into learning. It's yes. learning something new. Oh, for sure. If you want to learn a new language, put that on there. Yes. Um, when it comes to play, I want to visit every, and no, this is not mine. I'm just making things up. I want to visit every major theme park in the United yeah. States, you know, when it comes to play or things like that. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, take a pottery class. I want to learn how to yeah. make pottery. Right. Um, there's so many different things. I would, I want to start a business. I think that would be learning, right? Like how to write a business plan. That's, that's actually going to come in to the next couple okay. ones. Yeah. Cause the next couple ones, um, are more practical things that pertain to us every day. So it's things that pertain to money work Mm. and retirement. Okay. So how much money we earn, how much money we save, what we do for a living, how we choose to fill our retirement years. These are things that we often are, don't have clarity on, Mm. to be honest, Mm -hmm. we very rarely have clarity on these things. And so So to really focus in on those, um, and to get some things on your life list as those pertain to your everyday, I think are really important. Yeah. Yeah. Like pay off. I want to be debt free. Yes. And set a date. For that. I just heard about a yes. documentary called Fire, F I R E, Financial Independence and Retire Early. Um, I think it was the family, the bucket list family. Oh, really? Talked about that on a podcast that I was listening to. Mm-hmm. So that might inspire some of that. But yeah, sending kids to college, right? Being able to send your kids to college, like that could be right. A life, right? Yeah. I mean, they they have like a bunch of of fun things on here, like different goals that you can consider. One of the things they say is take a vocation vacation and try on a new career instead of lounging on a beach. Oh my goodness. So taking your vacation to try a completely different career, dude, that's dangerous for us who have seven in our Enneagram at all, whether it's a wing or you're a seven, like, oh my gosh, that's dangerous. dangerous. That's like me with my bookshop. 
Yes. And my bakery and all the other businesses, my clothing yeah. boutique that I would love to have that is probably never going to happen. Yeah. Go sell smoothies on the beach in Hawaii. <clears throat> see how that feels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's good stuff. I love that so much. Okay. The next group of categories is about your surroundings mm. because our surroundings shape who we are. Yes. And so this involves our homes, our neighborhoods, and our communities. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting because one of the things they talked about is if you're going to move, make sure you first have a list of what you want in a neighborhood Yes, and what you want in a community. There are mm. two di- different things what you want in a neighborhood and what you want in a community. And I really got my, my wheels turning. So like one of the things Frank and I have talked about, we've lived in very, very suburban areas, mm-hmm. um, like neighborhood type areas. We lived in a development at one point. Um, and then we lived in, you know, a, a pretty vibrant neighborhood over in Whitfield. And now we are far r- removed. Yeah. Um, our neighbors are not on top of us. We have a little over an acre and a half of land. And we did that on purpose because we were so visible in a neighborhood and we needed to not be for a little while. Um, also having a business at the house, like it just, it all just adds up after a while. And we were like, um, we need to disappear. Yeah. And so we moved out here very, very deliberately and we love it. Yeah. We love it. But we all the time talk about, okay, the next thing we want to try when it comes to living is living somewhere a little bit more urban. Now I use that term lightly urban because I'm thinking like downtown lit it's urban, right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but like, like, like a work live in a work, community. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where we walk to a grocery store yeah. or maybe we have a business on a lower level and we live on the top level where it's just a little bit closer because we neither of us have ever lived in something like that. And so that's what we want to do next. But that would be important to know the next time we decide we want to move. What do I want from a community? I want a work, live, play community that's walkable, that I can take my dogs out and sit outside at a restaurant across the street from my house, you know, and things like that. So I thought that that was really interesting. I never considered um, having those kinds of things on my list, but you know, it makes sense because one of the things they say here is, you know, satisfaction with where what where we live influences our contentment with life mm-hmm. and other areas, like how we feel about play or our relationships with others. It affects not just yeah. where we lay our head at night. It's true. So it's much bigger than that. That's cool. Yeah. That's I really, cool. really liked that. Um, it was really interesting. One of the things, gosh, I'm just looking at this now. It says your neighborhood and its appearance can help or hurt you both mentally and physically. Wow. Gosh, mm-hmm. that's like quite a statement, isn't it? Interesting. Isn't it? Oy vey. Okay. It so those were having to live in a suburban community with people on either side of us. Like, right. And it's four yeah, guys. He, like, it. he just, he grew up in the woods and he just wants to be back in the woods and, Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. We'll get there. That's good. That's good. So believe it or not, those were all 16 oh, really? of the different things. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I mean, there's like three in each yes. one of them. So it kind of goes. Quickly, oh, wow. Yeah. Those are the things. I love that so much. Oh yeah. Hmm. So one of the other important things they talk about is as we're starting to wrap up, when you've reached these goals, 
it is so important to savor them. Yes. I saw that. So savoring the wind to savor oh. them. Look, when you reach these things, celebrate them. Yeah. Whether that means you buy a cake, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And write congratulations to myself on it, or it's just taking a moment to go, okay, I did that and yeah. reflect on it. Be present and Be- and savor them. Don't just check them off and move on to the next thing because you are not going to gain the highest level of satisfaction from them. It's true. Don't take the time to savor them. Well, and that's why I said to you at the beginning, when you, we started talking about my list, I was like, it was important to me. And I think it would be important for everyone, right. To look back on your life and make a list of the things that you have done, right. That maybe you didn't have a list, but like on a list because you'd never written about listen list I am queen of making a list with things I've already done so I can just cross them off right away that, so, so I love but it. I, I have to be honest and tell you like the emotional satisfaction that I got from th- reflecting and writing those things down and then sharing them with you like I could feel like this what do you call that the upward spiral yes right yep. of just like the what's the other term though um Oh, broaden and build. Broaden and build, yep. right? Like I was just like, oh my gosh, like I have lived my freaking life. Yeah. And oh, sometimes yeah. I forget, right? Those things. And so I think that's really, really important. And um, yeah, yeah. This, I, this episode like made me so happy. Oh, it's an Enneagram seven's dream. Are oh, you kidding? Yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> I'm like, and it's all about moment, doing something new. But I think to me too, because my part of like my mission statement is to inspire, to inspire others to live their freaking life. Mm. Right. Like that. And so that's super important to me that like, and that's why we do this podcast, right? Cause we want to inspire people. We want to kind of like, come on, like, let's live your freaking life. Let's yes. not compare our lives with other people. Let's not whatever, but like, let's start living intentionally. Let's start aligning our lives with our values so that we can feel that sense we, yes. that that level of satisfaction can be elevated yes. because the world needs us to show up. Oh my gosh. As ourselves, as ourselves. And, but also like, like you said, the ripple effect of this and these exercises, it impacts the people around us, yeah. which slowly, right. Makes the world a kinder place. Absolutely. A nicer place because the more satisfied we are and the nicer we are and the happy, the more joy we have, like it's contagious. Yeah. It leaks. And so, um, so yeah, we're, we're going to have to talk about this. Yeah, we are. We are. And you know, it also just made me think about, you know, so often when clients come to me for coaching, it's because at least in part that they have lost their sense of self. Oh Yeah. And especially if you're going to start with your values and figuring out what those are and using them as a filter with which to put things on this list, um, having something like this in front of you, like a life list Mm -hmm. based in your values can help really, really help you have it front of mind all the time who you are Yes, at your core. Yep. It's harder to lose yourself when you keep reminding yourself of who you are. Yes. And I love that. Well, I love that because I think a lot of times, especially this time of year, New Year's resolutions, everybody, it's almost like a checklist of all, yeah, I guess checklist of all the things we want to fix. Right. Right. We're not talking about that. No. We're talking about all the things in order to, what we want to do to create a different kind of life. Yeah. Not what we want to fix, what we want to create. 
And I love that so much. Again, your future, your future self will thank you Yes, when you do these things. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to do this list for myself and I'm getting more excited about the possibility of a workshop for it too. Yeah. Cause I think that could be, yeah, yep. I think that could be a lot of fun, but yeah, it's living intentionally, man. I mm, don't let another year go by where you get to the end of it and go, where did it go? Yeah. That happened to me. That happened to me when I was in my thirties. I it was mm-hmm. years. Oh, yeah. I was doing all the things I thought I should do and that everyone was telling me. I should do or asking me to do. Right. I was living. I was still codependent, still working on that now. Right. Like codependent people pleaser doing all the things. And then I got to a place where I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know who I am. I felt meh. I like honestly, it was like the lowest point in my life. That's when I hired a coach. And I was like, oh, my God, I need I did. And here's the thing, though, that was so sad for six or seven years. I was just on autopilot pilot. I thought I was okay. Mm -hmm. I really did. And then it took like a major life. There were a couple of things that happened in my life that it was like a wake up call, right? Diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. I had two lumpectomies in my breasts because I found lumps. And I was like, oh my gosh, doctor said, you probably have cancer, you know, like, Mm. and then like a crisis with Gemini, like it, and it was low, 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 low. And then somebody said, I think, I think you need to, I've read a book living the life you were meant to live. Mm -hmm. Um, and Valerie Burton's book, listen to your life. And that was like, and then I got a coach and then I decided I want to be a coach. And that's what like, cause coaching changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, now I need to learn the tools so that I can coach others others. and I can help others wake up and start living their freaking life. And so, and that's, that's a life of meaning and purpose like that for me, like, yeah. I love that so much. And well, so, and I love yeah. that you shared that because I think it's such a, <clears throat> such a common thing, especially in the U S here, because we think that busyness <laughs> equals yep. happiness or yes. busyness equals good, you know, yeah. whatever good is yeah. busyness is just busyness. Yes. Busyness does not mean you are living your freaking life. No. Busyness just means you're, you're busy. busy. That's right. That's it. That's it. And sometimes you're crazy busy and sometimes you lose yourself in the process. Yeah. And so, so what if being, instead of trying to be busy, mm-hmm. we tried to be intentional. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a way to live. It's good stuff right there. It mm, is. This was fun. It was. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. So well, we'll see you guys next week and oh, it's going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. And if you love this episode, we would love for you to share it. Please share it. Share it. Share it and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That just helps people find us better. Mm-hmm. And we will love you forever for that. Yes. And tell us what's on your list. Yes. Yes. Tell us what's on your live your freaking life list. I hear it. All right. All right. See you next week. See you guys.